Hey, it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I am joined by... I'm Steve Ramsey from Satan. It's great to be chatting to you this evening. Earth Infernal is a bruising beast and riding high in the charts around the world. Would you say the album has reached the expectations you were wanting or more? Um, yeah, I mean, we were very surprised at um, the success of Crew Magic, the, the last album we did. Um, but this one's actually ascended that one. Uh, so it's really great, you know. Um, we're, we're so uh, privileged to be able to come back and do this music and have everyone so interested in it. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, mate. I can remember, I'll tell you how old I am, but being uh, 11 or 12, 11 or 12 years old in 1980, 81 when the Friday Rock Show used to be on and Satan being featured on there. So it's a bit of an honour to be chatting to you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Satan is still like have reformed and you're still going and making awesome metal in 2022. What keeps you inspired and continues this metal dream? Um, we've always loved what we did, but, but um, in, in in the first instance, um, when we made Caught in the Act, uh, we, we it was released to. Uh, poor reviews and we actually thought we were doing the wrong thing when we were kids you know yeah and um to have the interest come back later on uh and especially with uh young fans not not uh the old fans you know is uh it's just it's unbelievable and that's what keeps us going you know that, that people are interested in what we do we've always loved what we do and we love writing songs and we love playing live you know yeah, it must be really gratifying, like, when you're on stage and you look out and it's not just old fogies, it's, like, we're not calling you an old fogey, do you know what I mean? Older people, but you're seeing young, youngsters there as well. It must be really gratifying for you. It is. It's 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 superb. It's uh, that, That's what shocked us the most because people have kept asking us to come back and do some shows and it was like, yeah, we've done that. We did a, a show in 2005, I think it was, at Wagon, and really we were drawing a line under it then. And um, we got uh, hassled by uh, the guy that runs uh, Keep a True Festival, Ollie, and he just kept hassling us every year for, for from that date mm. until we went and did his festival. And he said there's a lot of uh, young fans into the band, and we, we kind of didn't believe it, you know. <laughs> and when we got there, we realised that it was true, you know, that we had a lot of new fans into the band, and that was like, wow. Absolutely, mate. So you're obviously familiar with Mithra. Yeah, yeah, we know all those guys, yeah. Well, Alex Perry, he was my manager for three years where I used to work at a theatre in Hexham. And I was like telling him and begging him to like get reformed and they did reform and they went on like a mini tour. They went over to Amsterdam in Amsterdam. Uh, 2017 that was, and it was amazing. Um, I think they've changed the vocalist now, but they're still going strong. So yeah. it must it must be so good for you to see these bands. Yeah, it's re great re that, that um, the, the music that we were making back then is important enough, was important enough to for actually people that still want to listen to it now. So you know, we we obviously we were making a difference. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd love to brook to reform, but I think they've just like totally disappeared off the face of the earth then. Because I always, I was a real big to brook fan back in like 81, 82. Yeah, but, I'm not yeah. Sure shows with them. Yeah, did you? Fucking hell. Yeah. 
Okay, so can you tell us then, you've got a few festival dates already set up, haven't you? Um, I think you're playing in Durham, aren't you? Is that right? Yeah, it's a Dominion Festival. Right, uh, okay. At the end of July. Right. Um, that was a real surprise to us because we didn't think that kind of festival would actually exist, especially up in the north of England. It's great, you know. Um, yeah, pretty surprised. <laughs> hopefully it'll be a success. <laughs> well, uh, well, mate, I live, I, I live down by Durham now. Um, I've been up north twenty odd years, twenty two years now. Fucking hell. Okay. Yeah, I've been up a while, and they really, I can't believe it. I was like, no, nah, that's not happening. Usher College, nah. And I'm, I'm going taking the girlfriend to Cyprus that weekend, and we're going to Cyprus for a week. What the? I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, neighbor. <laughs> I can't believe it. Honestly, God, she's a new, new girlfriend. Like she's like 12, 15 years younger than me. And I'm trying to get her into metal on that. She would have loved that. Fucking hell. Anyway, just the way it is. Okay, get back to the album. Which track from Earth Infernal is your favourite today and why? And don't say they're all your babies. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wait, you ask me. Um, it's kind of, it changes as we um, listen to it more, you know, uh, and obviously from writing them. Uh, when you write them and they're first recorded and they're demoed up, then you, you pick your favourites, and then when you actually go in and record the album and everyone does the final thing on it, um, things shift a little bit, you know. So we all we all love Burning Portrait right from the start, so that's a big favourite. Um, but I, I like the quirkier stuff that we've done on this album. Um, songs like uh, Luciferic. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's turned out really... Better than we could have hoped for. Poison Elegy, you know, like uh, they're a bit different from what we've been doing um, on the last couple of albums. So we're sort of progressing in a in a, a furtive, gentle way. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the album's not been out that long, but are you ready demo demo demoing for the next for the next album? Have you already got ideas for what that's going to be? Yeah, we never we never stop writing. It just goes from like recording one to start instantly starting to come up with riffs and stuff. So yeah, there's a few riffs kicking around and uh, lyrical ideas uh, maybe, but mainly we we'll start off with a big bunch of riffs and then start creating the music. Cool. Can you tell us what first inspired you to become a musician? And do you remember the first ever performance with Satan? And how many people were there? Oh wow. Yeah, the first ever performance with Satan would have been uh, at school. <laughs> I think we were about 15, we did four songs in like a sort of a battle of the bands or a, it was a kind of one of those things or, or a competition, like a music competition. And we played, we played um, Motorhead by Motorhead. Oh, God. Pinhead by the Ramones. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we liked a bit of punk and a bit of metal, and so yeah, yeah. We, a funny set. Um, four songs. I can't remember the other two. But it's good you can remember, dude. <laughs> doctor, doctor, doctor by UFO. That'll have been one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing I learned to play on the guitar. That's excellent. <laughs> and they're still going strong as well. Just about. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um. Okay then. So who would you think has influenced the world of metal and rock more than any other person? Wow. Um, cool. For, for heavy metal, it's Black Sabbath for me. 
it's you know it's the old the old cliche you know it wouldn't exist without Black Sabbath. Uh, so probably Aussie. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's still fighting strong. I think he's got COVID. He's had just had COVID, I think, and he's like back on the tracks, back on the tracks. So hopefully, he might do a tour. You never know. <laughs> um, can he remember or tell me, or has it happened the most outrageous thing you've ever done in the name of rock and roll? Oh, most outrageous. Um, in Skyclad, we we were asked to go to like a. Um, music mogul like um to, to to try and sell the band to a lot of um distributors and stuff in a hotel right. by the company and he wanted us to um mime to we did a thin lizzie cover and he wanted us to mime to it and um we basically thought it was a, a poor idea so we all stripped off naked and walked out onto the stage <laughs> naked in front of all these guys and suits <laughs> That's excellent. Started, started prancing around, like uh, <laughs> miming to the song. Just totally naked. Okay. If you could go out and tour with three bands, dead or alive, who would you choose? Wow. Um, wow. Well, it would definitely be Black Sabbath. Probably. Um, um, our biggest influence when we were kids was. Um, the way we for playing guitar and wanting to be in a band and stuff with Judas Priest, the the the, the priest from the eighties, you know, uh, the night the seventies, sorry, the the late late nineties. That was that was our big uh, focus. So probably them and maybe Led Zeppelin. Excellent, mate. Yeah, well for me, like I got into metal. I was more into hair metal and everything, but I wasn't such a big fan of Sky Club. But you know, I've sort of gone back now and started listening to them. Oh, so, yeah. I wasn't such a big fan, but yeah, I remember seniors in Kerrang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next thing then. What would you like Satan to be remembered for in a hundred years' time? Um, I would like people just to think that we we like I said before, we were making a difference, you know. We, we were we were trying to stick out from the rest of the crowd at the time with our music, and I think that was to our detriment. You know, I think um because the guys that reviewed the album thought it didn't sound like all the other new wave of British heavy metal bands, that it was something wrong with it, and they made us feel like that. So I like to think now that people, and especially the young kids that are listening to it, and maybe musicians, young musicians, um, are seeing that, uh, yeah, we had something to say with our music, you know? Absolutely. can agree more, mate. Okay, if you were stuck in quarantine for a week, which band or musician would you have with you? Uh, Russ. <laughs> Russ Tippins from Zen. Fair enough. <laughs> Can you complete this sen sentence? Everybody needs Satan in their lives because... Uh, wow. Have to watch what I say. Yeah, everyone needs Satan in their lives because he makes you happy. Brilliant. And the final one is just five questions, either or either. So it's festival or small intimate gig. Oh, definitely small intimate gig. Absent. I can't speak probably. Absent or beer. Oh, beer. Saint or sinner. Uh, sinner. Mask or unmask. Ooh, masked. And the final one, Sunderland or Newcastle? Uh, 
<laughs> Newcastle. Fucking right. Get in there. Get in. Good answers. Right. Do you have any final words for your fans and our viewers and listeners? Um, I will just. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing a lot of you at any shows that we're doing coming up. You know, keep 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 looking at uh, checking up on the websites, and uh, we'll see you there. Brilliant, mate. Thanks ever so much for your time this evening.